Good evening, everyone. It is Wednesday, January 22nd in the year of 2020, which, by the way, February 22nd is going to be a weird date. 022220. Yes. That's okay. Yeah, that's the last palindrome, I think. Like, until, like, a hundred and something years. Weird. Anyway, sequence is somewhere in pi. 3.14159265473182. It couldn't be in pi if there's a zero in it. You know who really liked Pi? Mm, Jason like Bateman. Oh. <laughs> God, that was good. Welcome to a wonderful another episode of the Wolfpack Podcast. We do apologize if you're used to seeing us on Facebook. For some reason, it wouldn't let us go out there, so we're just going to stick it here on Twitch Weekly. have been for the past year and a half to almost two years. As always and every other week, we are joined by Mr. User Error. Jumbo Sports. Hey, guys. Which is weird because he's actually back oh, God. in the command center. Um, his power bottom, Mr. Papa Kissel. What's up, everyone? Let's let's uh, rock it off tonight. Let's do this. Watching on delay again. Hey, baby. Nah. Cool. How you doing? And then directly across from him, with the wonderful, wonderful Golden Gophers hat, who were. We're bowl bowl winners, bowl champs, Mr. NC Monkey Man twenty one sixty nine. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, gentlemen. And Penguin, thank you very much for hitting that subscribe button. Which, by the way, if you guys have Twitch Prime and you want to help us out, please don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button. Ding! And you guys can be part of the Wolfpack too. So. We're going to begin this week like we do with every other week with our first shot. This week's first shot goes out to a group of four-year-olds. Jomo, thank you for the 13 months. Greatly appreciate it. Hey! Uh, and the reason why it goes out to a group of four-year-olds is over in Redding Cooperative Preschool in Redding, California, there was a little boy there who was diagnosed with cancer. And his classmates decided that they want to open up a lemonade stand they really couldn't figure out how to do a lemonade stand in the middle of winter, so they started selling hot chocolate with the help of a lot of big corporations like Whole Foods, like Starbucks, and, and a bunch of adults that chipped in. And they raised over $10,000. A bunch of four-year-olds. Amazing. So, you know what? For taking care of your fellow classmate and look, giving us hope that the future of this country may be brightening up some way, somehow... Nice job, four-year-olds. We're going to drink alcohol, which you can't have for the next 17 years, legally. It's to you. Cheers. To you. I mean, that's what you get for drinking vodka. I haven't had a vodka drink in a while. It just Mm. felt right tonight. There's a vodka drink. There's a whiskey drink. No lager drink. Mm. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I get knocked down. Oh, Chubba Wubba, man. Come on. Amazing. Jesus himself. (laughs) Right? Dude, the cover of that album was ridiculous. So, moving on, we have our first story in pop culture and news, and we wanted to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2020, which they were six inductees, and I'm not going to lie, I think all six of them was a fantastic pick for this year. Good picks this year. Good picks. Good for a Hall of Fame weekend. That's going on. This is probably the best of the Hall of Fame that we got. 
So, Jomo, why don't you take us through who was inducted this year? All right, this year we got Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails. Wait for it, Keith. Notorious B.I.G. And T. I love you when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands in the air if you're the true player. Go ahead, buddy. You're not a true player. I'm just I'm doing the thing from um. <laughs> Okay. What, uh, what was the Keanu Reeves movie? Penguin. Hardball, hardball. Thank hardball. you. You see him? He's saying he's a player. If I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby. Eleven baby. Seventeen how, babies. How many babies? Uh, I think it was a great class, great induction. Um, these guys all put out great music over the years. Um, so I'm, I, I just think I, I'm happy with it. And then the Ahmed Erdogan Award, which is going for those that were not in actually singing the songs and everything else but it actually goes towards more producers behind the scenes people uh we have john lando and irving azoff that uh and is it azoff or azoff azoff i don't know i can't azoff i lost my azoff at that joke ha 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 the question for you guys that one felt a little Um, forced uh, question for you guys i'm not the biggest follower of the rock and roll hall of fame yeah um, but uh, I think the fact that Whitney, excuse me, Whitney Houston just got in in 2020, and Notorious B.I.G., who's been dead since I think I was in middle school, he just got in in 2020. I mean, I almost, I mean, I don't know how the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame goes, but I almost feel like that's like way too long. Okay. Hall of that is a damn good question, Keith. Let's see what the qualifications are. Artists become eligible for induction 25 years after the release of their first record. That's a long time. So that's a long time. So Notorious B.I.G. When yeah, was his first? That makes, that makes sense with this being. I think he was first released around 93. 90, I was going to say 93 to 95 was. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes that kind of makes sense. And Whitney was also older. Yeah. Than... Uh, Whitney was ninety-one. Yeah, ninety-one for Big's first album for Biggie, for Biggie. So twenty-five years would put him at two thousand sixteen. So I mean, three years on a ballot's not awful. Listen, not everyone can be a first ballot it's... inductee. No, not <laughs> anybody can. Not anybody can. So, <laughs> so like, not to lead completely into that, because that's the end of the show, but that question, like, that was Jomo that said that, right? Correct. That was okay. so Jomo so, that said that. So we should absolutely, please, let's make sure we're not up against it, because we need to get in that. Beep, beep, beep. Listen, not, not only <laughs> yeah. was it first ballot, it was... Almost unanimous Almost first ballot. Unanimous. <laughs> so, so, anyways, unanimous. Whitney um, Houston's debut album, by the way, was in 1985. Yeah, so, so just that's six 30, years before 35 Biggie. Years. So, yeah, 35 years for her. <laughs> ten, years, ten years after, he said Eli Manning first oh, ballot. Oh. Dude, Eli Manning doesn't make it to the hall. He's gonna make it to the hall. No way. He's oh, good. He's two, No way. He's got two Super Bowls. Over the Patriots, who were the dominant. He will team. make it. He's, he will be in the Hall of Fame. I now, will eat my if, shoe cake if it if, if he makes will it in. Eat, 
He won't make it in first ballot, but he will make Not it. Not a him. fucking chance, first ballot, but he gets in. Just because of the rings. All you the, need for the hall the is the rings. Yeah. Or to be Dan Marino. <laughs> and, and, not, and, not, and not just the rings, but he beat the Dynasty team twice. Twice. Oh no, no, he's like, he's, he's getting in. into the Hall of Fame. He, he's getting in. Like if he's not, he, he's def. No, no way. He's first ballot. No, no way. Bitch, please, first ballot. Come on. I mean, listen. Guaranteed. Absolutely, Mayo. Absolutely, He's he gets it. Get it. Yeah, definitely not. Not first, first ballot. What? When? Okay. So that person technically has another six years, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, no. Damn it. T Rex is so, from the eighties, right? I think so. so. Yeah. And, I, and now that now that I'm thinking about it, if Whitney was older than Notorious B.I.G. by what, fifteen years maybe? Yeah, her then first like, her first record solo came out in '85. So so then she's so then ten she's years been after too. She's first. This is ten years after eligibility. She's got to go. Oh, Mayo's a Giants fan. How about that dumpster fire this year? Oh. It's about as bad as the Minnesota Vikings, right? Heck yeah! <laughs> Alright, so from one Hall of Fame class to a future Hall of Famer, because we know this man is going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Walk on it. No uh, doubt about it. No mind. question. In fact, he'll he, probably get inducted, what, next year or the year after? He might be first rounder, easily. Yeah. Will um, they put him in if he's still producing yes, music? Yes, absolutely. Heck yes, yeah. they will. Okay. That, that I at least know. Yeah, because um, like well, yeah, no, that I know for sure. But this man that we're about to get into, he is a lyrical genius. I he is like the baddest, the baddest. It's I'm gonna say like an on, white rapper on the planet. Period. Debut album was in 1996. 96. So he's eligible next year. Next year. And oh, he walks this. in next year, and his set is gonna be fire, right? So, if you can't tell already, I don't think any of us have said his name yet. But no, if you're listening no. out there and you can hear the audio in the background, we're talking about Eminem. Dropped his newest album over the weekend, and I just gotta say, dude, the entire album is fire. Like we were just talking about it earlier. It's oh, he said top three. I'm I'm saying it might be two. I'll, I'll I'll say it's within my top three as well. It is like he went he went in. Seven out of seven. Relapse. Oh oh relapse. Seven point seven out of seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on that seven point five out of seven. That's seven point five out of seven. Wow. How about a seven point seven out of seven? Is that what you're saying as well? I'm going to 7.7. All right. So this song that you guys are hearing in the background, it's called Darkness. And it, it's it's kind of like uh, when you first start listening to it, you think he's talking about him getting geared up to go and sing at a concert. And there's a really right. powerful message to this song. If you actually listen to the lyrics, the beat is dope, but the lyrics have a very powerful meaning. So is this... This entire thing, it, it leads up from him being to a show to talking about the Las Vegas shooting. 
um, to those that were hurt and did lose their lives, rest in peace. Um, but is this, I guess Kitzel pointed it this way, is it Slim being Slim or is he towing the line? Or what is the whole, the feeling that you guys have behind the song? Oh, I can, I'll start off with this one. Like, I put that in there because, like, I was, so, like, after after watching it, I, at the beginning, I'm like, why is that skipping so much? But I was, um, at the, at the beginning, I was watching that, I was like, is, is, is freaking Slim trying to say he's about to ice some people? And then, like, and then I'm, like, watching it. And then I'm like, oh my god, this is him replaying home dude that took all those people's lives recklessly and started and started again this whole like gun control thing and stuff. So like it is a super powerful message. But because you guys know I'm super long-winded. Um as far as yeah, I think this is Slim being Slim and, and freaking Slim making awareness using his platform. To say, hey, just fuck yeah, monkey. You know, what do you what do you thought behind this? With, with, I piggyback on what Papa said. Like, I think it's just him being him, and like, he has always been. He's used his platform, but he's very selective on what he says. And even though he drops bombs and he does distracts with Trump and stuff like that, like he's very selective in what he does. And this was the first time I saw it. I was shocked. It oh, was, absolutely! It was, it was graphic. It was very graphic, and uh, I loved it. it. It was so well done. It was like a mini movie. It really was. I mean, this, uh, you don't see this kind of stuff come out of music videos anymore either. It's just it, it's done very well. It looks great at all. Um, the story is all there. It's and it's the statement behind it, and it's it's just, it's good Eminem quality right the the story that he has behind this and yeah mayo he dropped it on the same day that um uh circles dropped um which was mac miller's posthumous album but as as we're getting towards the end of the video as you guys can see here that it it's a lot of obviously staged and acting video it's not this isn't what actually it's not looks what like to some people um and it's just a, a recreation but as we get further on and as we get towards the end of the video the song and the audio fade out we start seeing now a lot of things about different shootings all across the u.s on these tvs that he has on the screen different school shootings literally and it, it's, it's fucking sickening is what it is it, it, yeah. it really is but it's a bunch of TVs that kind of make up the map of the United States and it slowly fades to a flag and as you guys will see there are two websites that are going to be pushed the first one is convincing people to actually get and register to vote because this isn't something in the gun control lobby is not something that's going to be changed overnight and the only way that you can change that is to get your voice be heard um, and I'm pretty sure the second one is about the Gun Control Act. I'm, I'm not 100% certain. Um, but we'll see it coming up here in just a second. Uh, caption says, when will this end? When enough people care, is the answer that he is posting. Uh, register to vote at vote.gov. Make your voice heard. Help change gun laws in America. 
So that it's it's a message. And then for more information on how you can help, please visit Eminem.com forward slash darkness. It's it's a powerful video. And oh, yeah. it definitely says a lot about him as an artist and understanding and using his platform to be able to help people out. So Yeah. I mean, whether whether he's towing the line or not, he is using his platform to bring awareness and like that. Like I'm a big advocate, regardless of anyone who's listening or on this call or joining the show is, you know, more like Republican or Democrat or they're they're just un, undecided. Like, can, it can is we your all con- just agree that people shooting each other is a bad idea? Yeah, that was kind. Of, that was kind of that was that was what I was going to say. But thanks for pulling a Jomo. You're welcome. I haven't done that to you in a very very long time. It felt kind of weird. Not natural. <laughs> no, it's like riding a bike. You just get rid of it. Exactly. I was like, it's one of those like it just you just do it. It just feels good after a while. Oh, that's that's now you made it. Oh, really, Jumbo? Feels good after a while, huh? Oh, yeah, I yeah. Well, I mean, after you've, if you haven't done it after a while, it feels good. Whatever. All right. So that's kind of our good news that we have in pop culture and world news today. Now for a little bit of bad news, and when I say bad news, I mean. Raise your hand if you had the swine flu here. Fuck yeah! All right. This is another type of you know thing where people are dying. Kissel, can, can you give us a rundown on what's going on in the world today, please? Listen, listen, guys. I I put this in the dark because I'm I'm kind of a little bit of a germaphobe and all that good stuff. And a little bit. Like they like you're not the, that bad. I've seen way worse. I've seen, yeah, yes, it's I've seen what, yeah, Howie's on another level, but the the CDC right now is is it's screening three U.S. airports of signs of a new for um or they're they're screening three different specific airports uh, and they're screening people for signs of, of a specific virus that it it looks like it originated from China and. Right now, they're locking down shit, and there, uh, there's actually, I think it was uh, what, seventeen people so far in the U.S. have died from this. It's like, it's like the sign, it's like the sign, the swine flu on steroids right now. Yeah, like nobody needs that. It's absolutely nuts, and like they're freaking screening people at at um at JFK, San Francisco, and at the Los Angeles airport. All all the international hubs. So you exactly. Yeah. Well, then they should use Atlanta too. But they we'll should just, use Atlanta. Use so I was, was going to say Atlanta is the biggest like international fun. airport. I was saying they're only yeah. doing the screenings at these airports in their That's international terminals. Service. They're Listen, not doing screenings uh, as, as you're coming for domestic flights. Only for as, international travels. As far as I'm concerned, they should be screening every goddamn international air- airport like i don't want that shit in the u.s dude china's scan- uh, screening people as they go back yeah they're checking people's temperatures and everything what? else yeah really yeah dude oh man that's oh this is gonna be super bad guys Mayo this is how horror movies get his, written uh, his points yes cool, man. Cool. exactly and and like this is how and, and this is how it starts and like we have a a crazy a crazy person right now about <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Embargo. Get, getting back to the CDC. 
guys, it is freaking real. There is a new virus out there. Like, the last time the CDC did anything towards this and quarantining people was back when that Ebola virus was, like, um, was like hot in the freaking U.S. Yeah. Was most of that in, like, a, was that Texas or something? I think it was. Uh, I don't remember, but... Is it like the movie like, Outbreak? Wow, Penguin with a movie yes. reference. Holy cow. I'm um, proud of you. I don't I I don't I don't want it to get to be like the movie Outbreak. Let's, can we, let's hope can not. we get a slow clap? Lunchbox is proud of someone. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. A little, little too fast there, monkey. Gotta gotta slow it up a bit. No, that's that's actually slow for me. I could just fucking rip it. Listen, he doesn't know what to do with his hands most of the time, so it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so, Kissel, I mean, he how, does how, have tiny hands. How how many did have passed from this? Um, I I know I can confirm one. Uh, I'm not hundred percent sure on the total death total in the um in the U.S., but. It rhymes with Schmeventeen. Schmeventeen. Oh yeah, I said that earlier. I'm, 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 you, I'm sorry. You said guys. it in the beginning of the chat, so I, I was wondering why Lunchbox was bringing it up again. But I just yeah, and like that was that was why I like I second guessed myself. I was like, was I was I wrong? No, you were right. That's why I was. Okay, so I tried to rewind. Yeah. <laughs> Flip it. You Flip tried it. to help by making <laughs> him feel confused about what he said. 17 people in the U.S. have passed away False. from this new strain of virus. So 17 in China. One person in the U.S. has contracted it. I was right. See? You messed me all up. That's what happens with one. One person in the U.S. has got it. He hasn't died, but he's got it. Where is he, by the way, again? Washington State. All the way on the other side of the country. Yeah. Cool, he, cool, 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 can, cool. He can stay over there. They can West keep, Coast is the best coast. Yeah, they can keep that over in Seattle. There's nothing else good going on over there. I found my new emotes. Oh, monkey oh, found what to do with his hands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is that? I don't I don't even know, man. Are you, like, casting a spell? Yes, at all times. At all times. <laughs> at all times. Summoning a demon... That's correct, new new penguin. That's correct. Yeah. So, yeah. 500 confirmed cases over in China in the province that it started in, and that's a lot. They have locked <laughs> down that's that province. 499 more than the U.S. <laughs> Good math, Jesus, Jomo. Good Jomo. Math, Thank you, Jomo. Teacher Jomo. Appreciate, appreciate <laughs> your math, man. Appreciate Hold on. your math. I yeah. got it, folks. Give me a second. All right. So, moving from one bad thing coming from the Far East, I got some great news coming from the Far East. All right? We have, we're moving on to our next little, little segment here that I love to yes. call Hungry and Aroused, fellas. All right. Oh, it's so good. And this one comes from the Far East and only available in Indonesia. It is the newest item on the KFC menu and it is please please skins only skins only skins only papa thanks for the bits so skins only in indonesia 
Yeah, the best part, right? You go to KFC. Yeah, yeah. Are we talking skin skins or are we talking breaded skins? Breaded skins. Breaded and fried <sighs> skins. And kind of like how you don't want to put the lotion on that skin. Yeah, you don't want to put the lotion on that skin. <laughs> Maybe some dipping sauce. I'll take a don't. fucking bucket. You would love to hear that the rough dollar estimation for a bag of skins... <laughs> Is basically the equivalent to less than one U.S. dollar. Yes, I'd like a bag of skin, please. Sure, what size? Large. <laughs> My heart hurts. <laughs> it sounds so fucking it's, it's so bad. Can you imagine that? Some little honey mustard, little oh, buffalo give me sauce. Bit, eh? Get some gravy on the side. <laughs> <laughs> some potatoes with extra gravy. Yes. Or even better. You take the skin and you roll it out. You put. <laughs> I guess we're starting a petition after this stream ends. You put some. This <laughs> you put some mac and cheese in the middle of it. You roll it up like a little egg roll, and then you dip it into the gravy. No, then you fucking roll it in like floury shit, and you fry that bitch again, and then <laughs> eleven yeah. herbs and spices. <laughs> it's it sounds absolutely amazing, and the reason why they're super cheap. Calories per skin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I would do this one time for a bag of skins. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's super cheap. It's <laughs> how many times you go and get boneless skinless. My face hurts right now. Right? One of the things just my chest feels like thinking about all that fat. Do you know how fucking wretched that would be for your body, man? KFC needs to start going around in the U.S. and taking all the boneless, skinless breast producers and buying just their skins. That would be like a health <laughs> epidemic if that was released here in America. There already is a health <laughs> epidemic about that. I know. Think about that, though? <laughs> Adding in fried goddamn chicken skin? Fried skins. Buy the bag full for about a dollar. I'm so starting a petition. <laughs> <laughs> um... In Singapore, they're slightly more expensive and offered it the equivalent of two fifty U.S. dollars, but still so worth the deliciousness. Papa Kessel, <laughs> what, listen, you're going to tell us what your secret recipe is going to be on this. Oh, goodness. So, hmm. what, what, what would you put in your skin? <laughs> I mean, I'm jumping right on the monkey train with dubbing everything in that skin, frying that bad boy up, and then dipping it in the gravy. So, see, oh. listen. I, so, double I, dip? See, here's my thing, right? Coleslaw. Love KFC's coleslaw. So, you just put a oh. little bit on but the crispy skin. It, and then you fry it again. No, don't fry it with the coleslaw. You just put the coleslaw on top of it and just bite it like a chip. Mm. Listen, okay, I can get behind the crunchy from the cabbage and the carrot. Me and my family love the KFC coleslaw so much we would never make our own coleslaw. If if it was if we're doing like a a, a fifty seven, if we're doing like a fish fryer or, or something like mm -hmm. that, we would like fry fry our some haddock or some pork or yep. something. We would always go. Someone the, go get a couple K, of larges. To the uh, on the KFC, like everyone on the stream won't know what I'm talking about, but you two will know. On American Legion Highway. Yep. We would 
we were going to grab the the um, a large coleslaw from that KFC, and we would just they have kill the some kill some drive through times at that KFC. That's huh. fine, but their coleslaw it's better than the one in um, Dorchester, but whatever. But the point is, is that that fish fry with the hush puppies and the golden brown fish. With the coleslaw, it's like you just, mm, mwah. That KFC coleslaw is on another level. So, Papa, it's funny that you mentioned that you you love this like a fat kid loves cake. Because, yeah, right. you know, we, we had our appetizer slash mini entree for the KFC skins. Well, in India, to kind of follow it up with dessert. Oh, they, I love dessert. Uh, is it worth more KFC skins? No. Oh. No. Oh. But you know what? It is in India. Curry? It's six kilometers long. <laughs> oh, I can show you something six kilometers long. <laughs> is it a stretch of road? I hope to God it's a stretch of road. That would be really weird. <laughs> Hold on. I got to unroll it. <laughs> it's a spool of string. Come on. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ooh, gimp. Gimp, that'd be better. It is a spool of gimp. Um, in India, the record for the world's longest cake, and it is six kilometers long. Who the hell needs six kilometers of cake? Is it frosted? Yes. Or is it just cake? It's frosted. It's cake and honest. it's frosted. There are a couple late nights lunchbox. That's kind of in the wheelhouse. <laughs> that's what I don't. I, that's, I might that's be a fat kid. But there's no way I'm going to love that much cake. <laughs> what do you just have? Do you have a, like a Domino's pizza oven on like wheels and it just bakes it as it goes? No, you put wheels. them together yeah. and then you fr- they, they literally have to do it like 16 rings going around these group of people. I think it was something like 70,000 bakers. All getting cake, and it was up to the mark. People say it's for a good cause. They said it tasted good. Yeah, you know what would be a really good cause if they bring the cake to a country that is poor and starving. Well, I mean, India does have a lot of people that are probably poor and starving. Valid point. Valid. <laughs> so, I mean, your drama with the point redemption. That, yeah. that was pretty good. Yes, it looks like it's. It actually looks pretty decent. Gold with chocolate butter. That is a lot of chef hats. Those lucky enough to get a piece declared it up to the mark. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's... The current record is 3.2 kilometers. Of course they it's a six kilometer cake. Right? They're like, we're going to double it. It was baked by the Chinese in 2018. Angry Orchard's new unfiltered cider is less sweet. Things long. Hear that? 3.2 kilometers. Less sweet. That's pretty long. 3.2 kilometers is nothing. We're going to double that shit. Okay. So moving on to our next topic, and Puppa Kissel and Jomo and Monkey, you guys wanted to get into this really good. So I haven't watched it yet, but one of you guys take us off in this. So um, we all, we watched the preview. Did we watch the preview? Yeah, we we watched the trailer here. For Killer Inside, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. Now, this is a very... Uh, I watched episode one, like, right away. I watched episode two um, the other day, and about halfway through episode three. 
but it is a it it built a much better story um than what we were all set out to believe um it, it almost victimizes him in a way uh, I hate to say that it was making excuses for him, but it does bring light to um, how there was almost like a perfect storm of things going on wrong for this person. See, I don't um, think it excused I still don't... him, though. I think it just did a good job of, like, it was straight up, like, here are facts. Like, yeah. here, here is pictures. Here is evidence. Like, it was just very factual and, like, full of information. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't condone murder by any chance. That's oh, not, absolutely. That's not an answer for anything. Only in video games. Uh, yeah, mm, I guess in video games. Grand Theft Auto. Love me so love many, me a good spree in Grand Theft Auto. so many people. Senseless murder in Grand Theft Auto. But a lot of what... See, there seemed to be a lot of writing on the wall. Um, and he didn't get the help that he should have beforehand. Um Episode one did a lot to cover about his, a tough upbringing and, um, you know, what made circumstances really hard for him. Um, and it just, it, it was one thing after another. And it, it's, it's not a good story. It's done very well by Netflix. Um, and you do get conflicting points of view from the people involved. Um, which I like because it doesn't tell a straight story. It kind of gives you both sides here to say, "Hey, like you said, monkey, these are Absolutely. facts." Absolutely. Um, and it's not a, a directed narrative to say, "Oh, he was innocent," or to say, "Oh, he was definitely guilty." So, um, I'm enjoying not, what Netflix has put out. Not being in your guys's uh, market for football. I mean, we all follow our own teams much more closely than anybody else. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew of Aaron, or Aaron Hernandez um, being a Florida Gator, and I knew that his coach was Urban Meyer. And uh, that's kind of all I knew about him. And he went to you guys, and him and Gronk were fucking baller ass. And that's oh, yeah. pretty much all I know. And then you being outside of the local market, it just one day comes across the radio, like boom charged with murder and it was like what the fuck has happened and without hearing local sports talk and this was kind of before podcasts really hit it off and stuff like that it was uh you know, the the national radio only kind of had one narrative and because of how delicate a subject it was it was just kind of broad strokes were painted about it and it was so interesting to know more about that person and yeah. like you said Joma, like the first episode touched on his family and his father being a standout football player and like the relationship with his brother and the fucked up relationship with his mom and his aunt? cousin yeah yep. cousin 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 well well no he doesn't so so what can you stop so what what I thought was interesting about this, like, so listening to what Jomo was saying, it almost seemed like he was setting the precedence of it. It was not, not necessarily, not, not necessarily like, 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 like Jomo, like you were saying, like you were excusing what happened because you definitely weren't, but it almost felt like you were like throwing in like, 
this is his upbringing, this is blah, 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 what happened. The guy was, I've only seen one episode, and, like, to be honest, he's fucking crazy. Oh, dude, and absolutely. Sociopath. Uh, yeah. he, it's sociopath, and, like, the I watched the episode, and it and it did enlighten and brought and brought some light to the whole situation of him and how fucking arrogant he was. Like you, you got to be a pompous mother effing asshole and an arrogant prick to fucking think that, you know he he had all this money, his and he didn't like he deleted parts of his home surveillance. Like how do you yeah, how do you was, do that? It's almost like it was so he went too to jail. Stupid. The- because he was exactly that stupid. Like he would like if legit, if he had a wiped his home security from that day, yep. everything was smashed, they he have wiped, nothing. He wiped part of it. He didn't even wipe the whole thing. He wiped specific yep. parts of it. He could have went and deleted out more. Um so yeah. what they cover in the story is uh, and I don't know if you were aware among so that it hit us the same way locally. Aaron Hernandez and Gronk tearing it up on the field. Next thing you know, boom, being charged with homicide. And people around here were like, wait, so what? Wi- I mean, like, wild. you knew, you knew that wild. kind of, at that time, I I, I want to apologize uh, for my language right here, but there was a little bit of um, old school, like, 90s thuggery going on at Florida at that time. Fucking yes. Percy Harvin. Percy yep. got drafted. That's who we took from that whole exchange. And Percy was, whoo. Percy was a different kind of guy, but like, I I knew of that. But like he, I mean, you only episode, see that person on the field. Yeah. Episode two dives a lot more into um, his college life and what happened down there. Um, but episode one covers up to everything, and then the I almost not that I forgot about it, but the main focus when I hear about Aaron Hernandez is the uh, Odin Lloyd murder. I didn't forget about the double homicide that he was also charged with that he never got to go I, to court over. But, I did forget about that. But as soon as they mentioned it, I was like, oh shit, there was that other case that never came to light. And they dropped, they dropped that bomb right at the end of episode two. So it's like, oh shit, now I gotta... Or at the end of episode one. So they're like, oh shit, now I gotta rewatch episode two and jump right into that. Um, but it's, it's a completely fucked up situation. And the double ho- the double homicide happened before he signed that forty million dollar contract. Like right. they show you the timeline in the movie, and it's like he won a Super Bowl. I, I appreciate committed. that shit too. Oh yeah, that Netflix did that. That was great having the actual a timeline yeah. to see. Yeah, it's which like, which helps what they were trying to do because they pretty much said, "Hey, this guy." went and dropped three bodies before he went and played a Super Bowl and and caught uh, did, did, did it, I don't think Aaron never won one he did he won a Super Bowl I think he has one ring I'll fact check it right now but I'm pretty sure he has one ring he didn't no, win the no, the I didn't think he won because I thought they lost in 14 right 
right when he signed that deal, and that's right when Martha when Martha died. Yeah. Um, I, he made I don't one think he Super won. Bowl appearance in uh, XLVI. That's what forty six. He had a touchdown in the game. Yeah, but y'all lost. He had that a one. touchdown. We did. We lost, we lost that. One. that one. All right. Yeah. So what, you guys, what's a Super Bowl? So it's this thing. <laughs> it's actually happening not this weekend. This weekend is the fake Super Bowl. This weekend's like the Super Bowl for losers. Uh, and it's called the Pro Bowl. You might be more familiar with that. Yeah, absolutely. The I know that. After that is a Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's just where all the super players get together. I don't know what yeah. that is. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, I could well, say it's like the World well, Series of... But before you guys get off on that tangent, because we are on a time limit, um, let's, like, do, do you guys think that because I, my thoughts is, I think that, I don't, I think that a combination Super of owl. the, the, <laughs> the freaking, the, the uh, death of his father, and then the fact that once his father died, his mother shacked up with her sister's guy. Yes. Dude, how fucked up would that be to a kid, man? And they said that. They were like, if you're 17 years old, you don't want to see another dude walking into your house minute, like, uh, I think they said it was like... It was essentially would have been his uncle, correct? Yes. Because it was his his uncle. His his cousin's... uh, Cousin's cousin's husband. Whatever that is, it's her cousin's fucking husband. And she shacked up with him. Frying bacon in his underwear. Was it one month or three months? I think it was like a month and a half. It was some. I heard somewhere it's. It was. It was nothing more than two months. Yeah. I I just think this is no matter how we are explaining things, people. We are not condoning anything by any means. It is just they did a really good job with giving you a backstory to begin with into the human being. Like we can still think that uh, Gacy's a fucking monster. And, you know, all the serial killers, just terrible people. Like, we can think that, but we can still learn about who they were and what made them do what they did. Yeah. And that, I mean, it it kind of, like I said, it throws out all the red flags. Or what could be, because in some instances you would get no answers. Yeah. I mean, they talked about him and what happened in high school and how he was experimenting sexually with his quarterback. Um, and it was more than just one person validating that. So, I mean, if he was hiding this and holding that in, like, that's another thing. Like, psychologically messing with this kid's head. There's definitely no if he was hiding it. He was hiding right. it. And, like, that during that time and even so much to now, like, there's only been one, maybe two NFL players you know that have come out and say that I'm gay or I'm bisexual, blah, blah, right. blah. And each one of them do not have a job. They don't have a career in it anymore. No. no. And, and, you know, the other player, the, the quarterback, was like, you didn't do it. He's like, we thought we were doing something wrong. He's like, we knew if we said anything, we would be looked down upon. And um, they had that player's father do an interview as well. And they the interview, he was like, that was powerful. That, that was, was very yeah. powerful. He was like, 
if you told me about that with my son, he's like, absolutely not. I wouldn't want that. He's like, and I was wrong for that. So, I mean, you know, oh, fuck yeah, he for, ate that shit. For, and, and he also said that he could vouch for um, Aaron's father and said he would probably he would be do the same oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to use the F word that he yep. said, but he, that, he said he would probably beat, beat the F word yep. out of him. Beat the gay yeah. out of him, essentially. That's yeah. Um, is instead of using the other term, just to make it clear, which uh, F word? Yeah, which F word? He said he would beat the gay out of him. And, and it's, so, it's someone else's quote. It's somebody else's quote. It's not us saying that. It's us saying. You know, oh God, no. Um, oh, no. Just, just so we're not marked or. It, dude, it was guys. It was shocking. It was, it, it was so. In my like eyes, it was really well done, and I'm glad they didn't have like a. There was barely any over narration of the episode each episode. Right. Very, 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 very minimal. And that was an interesting way to kind of do like a documentary ish. Yeah. I don't even know if you'd call this a, it's kind of like a true crime documentary yeah. if you yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a short little docuseries. It's three episodes, about an hour apiece. Um, but just, the, I like how you could almost, I think it's probably 50% of like footage of stuff and like 50%, they interviewed fucking everybody. Everybody <laughs> they could. <laughs> One guy they interviewed, um, Jermaine Wiggins. Uh, Jermaine Wiggins. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I haven't gotten there yet. Do not spoil it for me. And it's, I hear it all the time on the on the Greg Hill show. Um, <laughs> he just—it's just funny because he he comes off as being like, uh, "Yeah, I knew Aaron. I'm like, I was like his best friend." And dot dot dot. And it's just—it's he seems like the most out of place person during these <laughs> interviews. But he, they get they go after him because he's you know he was born and raised locally and he you know connections with the Patriots and everything so it's it's funny to see that but um, I I wish for his personal health and safety and just like somebody else said he got a a, a job somewhere on the West Coast um, instead of locally because I think that would have made a big difference for him. Because of all his connections back home. I mean, he... Oh, yeah. They go into saying that a lot of his troubles came into the fact that he... his Where he works for New England was an hour and a half, so two-hour drive. Close. So close and so accessible for the... Well, you're also leaving out the part where, because of what his mother did... Yeah. He, he gravitated he... to go live with... With his, aunt, his cousin, cousin, his cousin, yeah, his cousin, which is where he met those two guys that eventually helped him. Um, yeah. Did when they get into the college years of him and his years down in Florida, um, they give a lot more details. Oh yeah, about what happened oh. down there. I it's so in episode two, watch it kind of with a grain of salt because. I kind of feel like um, the head coach down there might have BSed a little bit. Oh, Urban Meyer is a terrible Urban person. Myers. Just want to go hashtag that right now. Well, real he quick. came. He came, and he just keep an eye on him in the episode two because he tries to come off as a saint and um, reserve judgment for what you see because it doesn't seem 
it doesn't seem what it is. And if he knew what was going on, he should have done something to help this boy instead of just kind of getting rid of him. This is it, it was a very good set up first episode. Yeah. It was it was great. It's powerful series. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Shocking. It's shocking people. It's yeah. Watch it if you can. Yes, I mean, yes. So far, it's I won't rate it because it deals with sensitive subjects, but it's it is a very informative documentary. How it was done, I would say, five out of seven, based on the way it was presented and given out, with no targeted uh, agenda, and it's all information based. I would say five out of seven. The way they give you the information, um, how they deliver it, and and what they do with it. Huh. Absolutely. Yeah. So that to wrap up that, um, just so we can kind of move things on a little bit here. Uh, I'm in the wrong week's doc. That's not going to be good. It's quite right. Just jump us into the trailers. Yeah. Um, it's going to jump us into the trailers, guys. So, so we'll be following up on episodes two and three next week. That is correct. Yeah. Um, we felt like it was a, yeah, yeah. So, getting ready to move on to our trailers, um, we are yes. going to talk about how, at this point in the show, we will, if you're listening on the uh, the replay of the podcast on your Google or Apple podcast, um, stay tuned through the short message that you're going to have from our sponsors that we have with Anchor FM, um, and then we'll be right back on the other side where we'll jump right into sports. Sports! Jeter. And whether he would have been a first ballot inductee into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Something that only 1% of players can ever get into. And there's a lot of baseball players. I have to tell you, he won 99.7% of the vote to get into the Hall of Fame. Ding. There was one writer. One guy that we'll find did not vote is? for him. Oh, it had, God, to, it had so. to have been Dan Shaughnessy. No! It had to have been Dan no, Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy published his. So the the way the BBWA works is after you send in your Baseball ballot. Baseball Writers Association, for those that don't know. There we go, the BBWA. So the way it works is after you send in your ballot, you can put down whether you want it publicized or not. All the guys from the Boston and New England region made theirs public. Do you think it was a New York writer then? I have no clue. So no one's ever going to find out. So um, the man received 396 out of the possible 397 votes. First ballot, <laughs> only one other player that has been inducted has gotten more votes than him on their ballot, and that was Mariano Rivera, the first unanimous first ballot selection. Bless the sand, man. So you know Ooh, what? Wow, he was amazing. You I give what? Cheetah respect. I give Rivera respect. But... So, to go completely on the opposite end of the spectrum here, first round ballot Hall of Famer, the only other person that got in on this year's Hall of Fame was Larry fucking Walker. Larry Walker. In his well, last yeah, year of eligibility. In his last year of eligibility. Yep. Didn't he get in by like six votes or something <laughs> like that? He got 76.6. <laughs> you need a 75%. To get in, he made it in on one point six percent of the vote. So he he doesn't matter. Still an all star. I think he made it by four. Or hall of famous. 
Maybe five votes, something like that. Because <laughs> each vote is approximately 0.3%. So he actually made it by like maybe 10. Um, next up in voting percentages was Kurt Schilling. Uh, he is on his eighth time going through with 70%. You know what? I, I can almost guarantee you that he's going to make it in next year. Yeah, he should get in next year. Um, Roger mean, Clemens getting 61%, which he, is kind of ridiculous. He, I don't think Clemens and Bonds are ever going to make it in I think unless they, they get it in on their 10th year. They'll get in. Um, Sosa. If, if friggin' Larry Walker's getting in, they're getting in. Ooh. Larry Walker was fucking clean. For like one year. Sosa on his eighth try only got 13.9%. That man is not. No. He, well, his, he got fucked by a lot of lying. If he would have been more forthcoming, yeah. there's a, there's a smidgen of a chance, but he was so like def- openly defiant. It like come on. Well, not man. only that, but he was caught with the corked bat. I yes. mean, not only was he juicing, but he had to cork his bats. Yeah. So you needed what? So what he actually needed to get in, Larry Walker, seventy-five percent of the votes is two hundred and ninety-eight votes. He had three hundred and four, so he made it in by six votes. Yeah. <laughs> six. And Kurt Schilling missed it by twenty votes. votes. Yeah. So Schilling will get in next year, especially looking at the rest of the people that are up. So does Clemens get in on his 10th year? Does he get in? That's the good question. I think if Schilling gets in, Clemens gets in, because Clemens had a better career numbers. And and not only that, well, the numbers are right there. Um, I didn't even know that. I didn't even look at that, to be honest. Um, And so I would say even with the whole steroid scandal, Clemens was never proven to actually have done steroids. So mm, that's true. He's got a better chance of getting it than Bonds. The, what was it? The Rocket? Yeah. 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 The Rocket. And I'm honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of him either. But he was never proven to be guilty of taking steroids or performance enhancing drugs. Um, yes. No matter the stories that are out there. And we could pretty much assume that everybody in baseball was juicing in the 90s. Griffey yes, wasn't. That is. Griffey wasn't. Ooh, I, if, dude, if he would, Love the kid. so much of my Love childhood would it just be oh, destroyed. Man. Dude, uh-huh. I was at the grocery store the other day, and I saw someone wearing an old-school Mariners Griffey jersey, and I, uh, I, literally, yeah. I literally walked up to him like, dude, I love that jersey. And he's like, oh, man, thanks. I'm from Portland. And I'm like, I don't oh, care that yeah, much. I don't yeah. care where you're from. I just like your shirt. Yeah, exactly. Dude, that stroke he had when he got on top of a fastball was oh. every dude, kid revolutionized the backwards every cap. Kid. Beautiful. Beautiful. He so did. from from one first to another, we have two firsts in major league sporting events or major league professional sports. It actually has to do with women in men's professional sports. So a big congratulations to Alyssa Nakin being the first female coach in major league baseball history. Now she's not a she's not a she's not a head coach. She's not a head coach. She's not a, a bench coach, but she is an assistant coach. With the San Francisco Giants, and she's going to be focusing on um, hitting fungos and throwing batting be practice. A, a uniformed and, assistant. Correct. So yep. she is the first in Major awesome. League Baseball history. So definitely a great and huge shout out to her. And then Katie Sowers being the first yes. assistant coach in the NFL. To make it to the Super to Bowl. To make it to the Super Bowl. So congratulations to you, Katie. I yeah. wish you the best of luck. Um, definitely, I hope you guys beat the Chiefs next week. 
because hey. that'd, be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, because that way we can say at least another New England Patriot has kind of won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and, yeah. and Jimmy oh, G. Jesus Christ, can you guys be done with <laughs> and that? And Richard Sherman can win another Super Bowl. Yes. So I mean, and, and, you know, it's, so I hope this trend continues because we had back in 2015, Jen Welter was hired by the Arizona Cardinals. Um, as a female coach, and that's a tough thing to get into, especially you know when it's considered like a boys' league and everything. Um, I think it's great, and I'd love to see more of this. And I love that it's you know it's branching out, it's, it's getting a lot out there. And then, kind of one thing to kind of give everyone here, and we we're gonna we're gonna do a very quick recap on something that did not take we're a gonna, lot of time. We're gonna spend as much time on this. As, as what actually happened. As about what actually happened. Oh my god. He, boys, he looks good at 170 though. He weared it well. Dude, the beard looks great. There's the eye. You break a man's nose with your shoulder. And this is the start of the knockout right here. Boom. Rocked. Should have been called. Should have been called. It should have been called the 35 seconds. <laughs> Not even. 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds in. And this is where he calls it. He's like, that's it. That's it. But the kick, right to oh, the jaw. Yep. I had to watch this like four or five times in a row. I didn't think McGregor had it in him. Listen, I didn't at all. We all picked McGregor over Cerrone, didn't I we? I did not. I picked Cerrone. <laughs> Sports Flash? Sports Flash? I don't know. What's the bait? What's the update? Kissel? Hey, what's up? You got, you, you got an update for us? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. I got really excited. All right. I did too. It was great. Um, so, McGregor, 40 seconds in, his second fastest fight of his career. Uh, number one was Nate Diaz, actually, with 13 seconds. Yeah. Dude, and that it, was, he rocked him. And for him coming back, for that to be his first fight back and to perform that way. I mean, I know Cerrone is like yeah, a, a guy that they'll just throw out there for the hits. But yeah. this is going to lead McGregor up to a big, you know. Honestly, I would get in the ring for $2 million for McGregor to knock me out in 40 seconds. So he was guaranteed 600000 That Cerrone? was his guarantee pay cut. Uh, and, then from, and then from pay-per-view sales yeah. and everything yeah, yeah, else, yeah, yeah. and from ticket sales, that's where his share grew. But he, McGregor was only guaranteed $3 million. So that's Super like, glad guaranteed. I did not pay for that fucking fight because that would have. <laughs> Thank you, monkey. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, and that took forever. What time was it, Jomo? We were texting about twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Now we started a call, and we were like, "What?" People, I'm almost <clears throat> mid thirties now. You gotta start this shit sooner for but me. Listen, mid thirties like, is the Let's. time to retire now, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we take a look at what's going on with the NFL, and I'm, I, I'm retiring I next week, guys. <laughs> you get the money for it? No, I, I sure shit. No, I don't. I'm just, I'm just I just bought a new car. I'm quitting. I'm just retiring. Oh, okay. You're quitting? I'm just quitting and retiring. That's oh, essentially what Jomo's retiring from the show. That's I'm looking for applications. Yep, that's what retiring is. It's quitting. <laughs> Respectfully. 
quitting. Respectfully quitting. And everybody's like, dude, you're old and tired. We get it. Um, but there's a recent trend lately of a lot of younger players retiring from the NFL. Luke Keekley, Andrew Luck, Rob Gronkowski, all under 30. And then Patrick Willis and Calvin Johnson, who just hit 30. Oh, we can add somebody else to that list. Go for it. Eli! Eli Manning in his 32. That's not early He's retirement. He's got to be like my uh, I mean, late 30s. Come on. 39. 39. So he's almost 40. So you know what? You could still have a few more years. Let's be honest. For a quarterback in the NFL, unless your last name begins with a B, um, then you're pretty much not playing into your 40s. Notice what I did there because Drew Brees is 41. Uh Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, He hasn't announced whether he's going to stay or go yet either. I think you must have read that somewhere. That's that's too genius for you to come up on your own. That Listen, way. I came up with it off the top of my head. Give me a little bit of credit, please. Um, just a little. I'm begging for just right like there. a quarter it's of right an there inch. on the screen. He just read it, folks. Listen, I'll tweet out another thing <laughs> to prove to everyone. Um, the one about Keekly, Luck, Gronk, Willis, and Calvin, though, I definitely didn't know that. I had to look at the, the yes. image in the doc. Like, just just a little bit of behind the scenes for everybody, really quick. We have a document that we actually lay out our entire show as we're covering everything. And, yes, there's a little graphic All that's the in there. All cool podcasts do it, guys. And it's so that way oh, we yeah. can always... Like so we can communicate with each other and have a good good conversation going. Um, so, yeah. So, is this the new norm? Is this because of... God, I didn't even mean to use the same wording that he put in there either. Is, is this because of the more awareness that's brought around head injuries in the NFL? We're seeing players like Antonio Brown, who's holed up inside of his house with the cops surrounding it because him and his trainer beat the <laughs> shit out of this guy. Out, I mean, of, out of a moving truck guy that pick up his stuff. Right? <laughs> what, would he, he drop a, a pillow or something? I mean... It's I mean, Antonio I, Brown. He didn't drop a soap. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's in jail oh, down there yet. Oh, <laughs> We know Aaron didn't. Oh, well, you or maybe know. he did. Maybe he did. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Uh, hey, he had nothing to do with Jesus. it. You leave him out. Jesus, mm-hmm. Mary, and Joseph. Ooh, yeah. wait, you're Can't, Joseph. Um. Anyways, so dude, I, it's got to be. Dude, I think it has to do with the head injuries. Shit, man. It is. I, I absolutely agree that it has to do with the head injuries. And you know what? If they're recognizing it young, if you're a player like Gronk, where you took all of your contract money. Every single dime that you were given in your contract, put it in your bank account, and you lived off of just your endorsement money while you were playing, if you're going to pull that, good for you. Yeah. Retire. Have your money make money for you. Yeah. And you know what? Go for it. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's I don't blame these guys for jumping ship before the age 30. Like, especially somebody like Grunk who's got all these external deals. Dude, look look at what was happening with his back, though. Not just the head injuries. Right, right. And the guy Four was Four back horse. surgeries? And, I mean, he, has, he was having surgeries while he was still in college. Like, yeah. Guy, guy's a hot mess. So I, I really don't believe him. I, I don't I don't blame him. Ooh. I do believe him. Lakers just beat the Knicks by him. Yeah. Oh, man. And actually, we had a pick this week of a game that's going on right now, which should be about half hour into the game. Which, um, by the way, if you guys want to take a look, our picks are going to be posted probably within the next day or two. Um, But it's the Spurs-Pelicans game, and right now the Spurs are up 24-18 with 2.46 left in the first. 
Um, so it looks like two of us are going to be right, but two of us are going to be wrong. But Jomo, how did we do on the picks last week? Uh, picks last week, guys, we actually, as a, a whole <laughs> on the Wolfpack, <laughs> haven't been so hot. Um, yes. Is, it, is I, it a whole howl? It's it's not a whole howl at all. Um, I can tell you off the top of my head that we went... Uh, actually, two of us went four out of six. One person went five out of six. One person went two out of six. Did I do two out of six? No. Oh, please tell me I did two no. out of six. Um, that, was it you? That would be me. I think I went two out of six last week. I did not do so hot. Let's see, last Seems week. like a Jomo thing. Yeah, I, I, I've been struggling lately. You, you have been, Bubs. You've Jomo, been kind of dry here. Jomo went two out of six. Yeah. Monkey, you've been on fire, though. BBG went four out of six. Yeah. Kissel went three out of six. Hey, Monkey. Yeah, baby. You and I, five out of six, homie. You know what? Righteous. We're the only ones that picked the Chiefs. Yeah. Other Take than BBG. Bank. And I got the East over the East-West Shrine game. Yep. Um, but you picked Louisville over Duke, and Louisville won. So, I mean, right? listen, yeah. I'm a little salty about that. Not going to lie. Oh, we're gonna Duke, s- it's not the same Duke team this year. No. It's, it's not no. the same Duke team, let's be honest. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, it, uh, I've been doing terrible for the past couple of weeks. I was on a good hot streak I'll, I'll take a summer. win because I've been being a, I've been a dumpster fire lately, and this dude, is great. Dude, a five out of six, <laughs> that's not bad at all, man. No bad, no bad, no bad. So, yeah. So. Jomo, you got anything you wanted to uh, hash out before we wrap this bitch up? No, I mean, it's um, it's been a good week. We'll we'll have the sports up there tomorrow. Uh, by tomorrow, uh, again, get on there. Uh, let us know your picks. Let us know how you're doing. Um, it's going to be on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All our social media. So definitely uh, make sure you take a look for that. Take a look for it all. Um, let us know your picks. Uh, Mayo, a couple weeks ago, you rocked it, kid. Um, you did better than most all of us. us. Um, so you know, let's keep that keep that up, and we'd love to keep you guys involved. And we'll give you the shout out if you if yes. you do better than the Wolfpack, we'll give you a holla. So don't forget, make sure that you share this information with people that you know. Get the word out. Let people know. Let them know that they can come to us and talk to us about yeah. anything that we post, anything that you want on the show. And if you guys have ideas for the show, make sure you can send it to us via email at podcastwolfpack at gmail.com. Uh, you can definitely hit up Sports at gmail.com, a tiny lunchbox at gmail.com. Um, you can also send it to us on the Twitter, the Instagram, the, the Facebook, the, Facebooks, the, the everything. All the social um, medias. We're all out send there. Send it to us, folks. Exactly. Monkey, did you have anything that you wanted to add this week? I did not. You did not? You know what, though? Monkey, I will say, is our top contributor on our Instagram memes. So if you see the memes that we're dropping out there, that is being... Folks, I am fire with memes. I just want to throw that out there. We call it the monkey dump. Exactly. (laughs) Monkey will throw out to the group 25 to 30 30 (laughs) memes all on fire. Listen, and when you're dropping fire, sometimes it's great to look at the monkey dump. <laughs> when monkey is dropping, when you're dropping heat, you want to check out what <laughs> monkey's throwing on the fire because it's Absolutely. good. Absolutely. We want to thank you guys for joining this evening, and we hope you have a fantastic week. We will catch you next Wednesday at 8:30 p.m. Eastern time ish. Um, don't ish. forget, you can watch, uh, listen to us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or uh, Anchor.fm. Um, and I hope you guys have a great week. See you later. See you.